we are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. So let's talk about that. Well, one thing that's coming out is the iPhone 13. That's no surprise to anybody. And the other thing coming out is going to be the iPhone 13 Pro. So, uh, and they're also going to launch the Apple Watch. We had third, it was the eight. It's actually the seven. They had uh, uh, mispublished that when they announced it. It's actually the seven. Uh, Two new iPads are going to be coming out. So we've got the iPad sixth generation, which is a mini. It's an older, the older one. And the new iPad... Hello, everyone. It's that time for the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show, where we answer questions about technology, explain the way they should work, and why they don't sometimes. And now here's your host, John C. Morley. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome once again to the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. It is always great to be here. Uh, we're in the middle of the month of September, and it's great to see you, uh, Marcus, again. Hey, John, it's great to see you, too. And, uh, you know, before we get started with an amazing show, uh, I do want to give a special shout-out to uh, our sponsors uh, this evening, uh, WrestlingMuseum.net and Curry Moore's uh, latest release, Bride of the Crimson Queen, uh, Volume 1. We'll learn more about our sponsors later in the show, but let's get right into some great things that are going to be, I know, exciting a lot of you. Well, how many of you out there are waiting to hear about Apple's new news? Well, they uh, <laughs> let us know earlier this week, and we kind of knew that it was coming, but they didn't want to, you know, make it uh, in stone, but we knew they were doing something. And yeah. um, first thing I want to tell you is, before we get into the new releases, which I know you want to know about, if you guys have an Apple phone, okay, an Apple device, and you are not running patch 14.8, well, you better get your butt uh, over there and download this release. If I say, oh, John, I don't want another, I don't want another update on my phone. I don't need any more features. Well, I know you don't want any more features, but let me tell you what can happen if you don't get this update. Um, a bad actor could actually send you a text without you even opening it and could take control of your phone. That means sending emails, um, activating your microphone or camera, and who knows what precarious situation you may or may not be in, and then information could just be sold to the highest bidder. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, this is one of those updates that I'm telling you I mean, when I heard about it, I went and got this update immediately. When I heard some of the challenges that were going on, uh, it's really becoming a problem. And it's really easy to get, ladies and gentlemen. All you have to do, if you have any type of an Apple device, just uh, you can swipe up on your phone, go to your settings menu. And then where it says at the top, you can basically just go over there and you can type in the word SOF for software. Touch the word software updates. I have mine set for automatic updates. You can see it says iOS update. You can see it there, 14.8 on my phone. 
The 15 is the new features, and we're not sure whether they're going to roll that out to the old phones or if it's just going to be for the new 13. But I'm really excited about some of the new stuff coming out, so let's talk about that. Well, one thing that's coming out is the iPhone 13. That's no surprise to anybody. And the other thing coming out is going to be the iPhone 13 Pro. So, uh, and they're also going to launch the Apple Watch. We had third, it was the eight. It's actually the seventh. They had mis uh, uh, published that when they announced it. It's actually the seventh. Um, two new iPads are going to be coming out. So, we've got the iPad sixth generation, which is a mini, it's an older, the older one. And the new iPad ninth generation, uh, the new iPad is going to be coming out. So, you know, lots of good things are happening there. And so with Apple rolling out, you know, their new products, uh, the new iPad, by the way, is built around Apple's A13 Bionic, like the Bionic Man processor, which incidentally is about 20% faster than the chip in previous Apple um, iPads. Isn't that pretty cool? That's cool. Now, for those of you that like to snap pictures, it's got a new 12. Not four, not five, not six, not eight, 12 megapixel front-facing ultra-wide camera. Tell me that's not amazing. You know, that's something that really was needed, you know, for a feature that helps you to move around during video calls and look real Exactly. Nice now, I know a lot of you are probably saying to me, John, what the heck is a megapixel? Well... In English, um, it's something that's going to give you better quality images and video. But in the scientific world, it is a unit of graphic resolution equivalent to one million, or if we want to be very nitpicky, strictly down to one comma zero four eight comma five seven six two to the twentieth, as opposed to the three point two megapixel camera, right? Right. So that's going to be some serious uh, power. And you're going to be able to have the, uh, the front-facing ultra-wide camera that's going to now support center stage. It's a feature that's going to keep you in frame if you move around the, during the video calls, like you were mentioning, Marcus. It's going to yeah. give us that great uh, flexibility. You're not going to be able to be uh, stuck to your desk and not have to move. And so being able to keep you in frame, I think that's really cool. Uh, Center Stage, by the way, works with several popular video conferencing apps such as Zoom and you, gain, you named it WebEx. Um, it's more of a personal feature, but it's great for professional calls to keep you in frame. Now, the ninth generation iPad comes with, get this, Marcus, 64, not 32, 64 gigabytes of storage which is twice the amount that you got in previous devices. They really reward you for uh, grabbing this thing up, aren't they? They certainly are. And uh, in case you're uh, not ready to dive into the ninth and you want to stay with the sixth generation iPad mini, um, it's been redesigned to get a look that's more, I'm going to say, on the verge of the latest generation iPad Air and the iPad Pro. And it has the new, catch this, and I'm going to quote, liquid retina display. And that just allows us to further uh, have the screens go toward the edges of the iPad mini. And so that's just something to, you know, take advantage of more real estate of the screen uh, to grow from the 7.9 inches that we already have 
to 8.3 inches without actually changing the physical size of the screen. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Now, the iPad Air and the new iPad Mini has, you guessed it, guys, Touch ID fingerprint reader. And it's built into the home button, something those devices never had before. Oh. And uh, what has been said from many of the people that have been pre-testing it, I haven't gotten it yet myself, is that the new uh, Touch ID uh, from the 2020 iPad is found to be quick and even more reliable. So they're improving that technology. Now, in case you're just happening to wonder, how much is this puppy going to set you back, the iPad mini, the sixth generation? Well, you know, I, I try to lean a little bit less than what I normally go on, on something okay. like this. I, I say about 200 bucks, you know, 200 $300 range. You might need to lean a little higher, Marcus. <laughs> oh, we're going to need a little bit of extra pocket money, huh? The 64 gigabytes going to set you back just a penny shekel lower than 500, 499. Well, that's not scary, but we can do it. No, and but you better hang on to your seat <laughs> because <laughs> Apple also has another model. For those of you that think 64 is just not enough for you. And we are not talking, ladies and gentlemen, about 128, okay? We are not talking, ladies and gentlemen, about 192. We are not talking about something that's going to have a low amount of RAM. We're talking, get this, ladies and gentlemen, four times 64 for 256 gigabytes of storage. Oh, yeah. You, you'll never run out of family photos then. Yeah, you're going to be able to take pictures <laughs> and maybe be the uh, the talk of the town and, 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 and videotape all the, all the scenes and, and be the neighborhood crime watch and, and report those to the authority because you're going to have so much storage. 600 a shekel low of 650, 649. Now, all these prices, ladies and gentlemen, in case you're wondering, do not, do not, do not include sales tax. And of course, they don't include any activation fees. Of course. <laughs> so the iPhone 13 is coming out. And uh, that's something I think we've been waiting for that, you know, for a very, very long time. Uh, it's coming soon, and you're going to be able to start ordering this, ladies and gentlemen, September 17th, okay? Uh, that is the new Apple iPhone uh, 13. You know, and uh, you're probably saying, John, you know, what are uh, the new iPhone uh, 13 features? Well, we talked about a couple, right? But I think... One thing about the iPhone 13 is it's going to give you an hour, about an hour and a half to two hours more of battery life. That's nice. That's nice. That's pretty sweet. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's supposed to be their most advanced dual camera system ever. Uh, durability that's supposed to be front and center. And as they claim, not only uh, for just a view, but a very sexy edge to edge concept. So that uh, you're going to really uh, get extra screen. And with that A15 
lightning fast chip, well, the competition's going to be crawling to even come close to where they are. And of course, I told you about the huge leap in battery life. You're going to notice that and say thank you to Apple every single day that you have that extra hour and a half on your, uh, your phone. Now, in case you're wondering, how much is the iPhone 13 going to cost you? Well, I'm so glad you asked me. The, <laughs> yeah, iPhone, <laughs> the iPhone 13, okay, by the way, it's going to go um, into the pre-order state at 5 a.m. Pacific time, okay? So that means 8 a.m., same as last time, it will be available on the 17th. Hey, that's this Friday. So if you're like me and you want to set your uh, clock to get up earlier, if you're not up, make sure you go pre-order, have your screens already, because that's going to be a tobacco, I can tell you. And if you don't get in right away, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to wait and you're going to kick yourself because you're not going to get this phone right away. I'm telling you that now. I was talking to a guy today who's in the food business. He's, I said, how's the food business doing? He said, John, it was doing great. I said, well, what do you mean? I said, you guys are doing fantastic. Yeah, but now we can't get the bottles to for the, the apple juice and the fruit juice. And uh, we can't get the containers because China's not sending them over to us to make the plastic. This phone is going to cost you, okay, before the trade-in, 700 bucks, 699 But... If you happen to want to do, um, you know, the, uh, the installment plan, it's twenty nine twelve for twenty four months. Definitely something to budget around. It is. I always do the lease. It makes sense. You own. You pay fifty percent of the phone, and then it's time to trade in. So the phone okay. is going to come in uh, the new pink finish. That's a new finish they're coming out with. It comes in the blue finish. It's going to come in the midnight finish, which is like that black sexy sleek black it comes in starlight finish which is eh, like a ceramic um not really a white uh almost a beige but not quite and then it comes in the new product red finish i don't think i want a phone red you know yeah now, the other thing that they claim yeah. about this phone is the ceramic shield is tougher than any smartphone glass. That is pretty impressive to me. That is very impressive. Uh, and I think that's one of the things you highlighted uh, initially when we first heard out uh, heard about the iPhone 13 making this big, big um, trip here. Absolutely, Marcus. So the iPhone 13 mini is going to be 5.4 uh, inches. And the iPhone 13 is going to be 6.1 inches. And it has the Super Retina XDR display. And I know we're saying, hey, John, what the heck is the new Super uh, Retina uh, XDR display? Because, you know, we throw these acronyms at you, but then we don't really tell you what the heck they are. So the Super Retina XDR display uh, first came out in the iPhone in 4 in 2010. Um, this uh, basically is, is a branding in their marketing. And it's supposed to give it um, a really chic, um, nice, clear, uh, presentable screen. Because what that means in English is OLED. 
Now, I know you're wondering what that is, and I'll tell you in a minute. So OLED um, is kind of the buzzword, but OLED is uh, what is being coined under the phrase of Super Red um, HD. Uh, Apple moved away, as you know, from LCD screens, and they went in favor of OLED as they added the new marketing term to describe it, which they call, and I quote, unquote, Super uh, Retina. So uh, pretty interesting old device, but now you're probably saying to me, John, what the heck, what, what is OLED screen? Uh, you know, what actually is that? Because that's kind of confusing some people. So what's an acronym, all right? And uh, it stands for Organic Light Emitting Diode. You say that fast a million times. Organic Light Emitting Diode. We want to put good things in our body. Well, why not put good things in the products that we're buying? Organic Light Emitting Diode. It's a special type of technology that uses light emitting diodes, which the light uh, actually uh, pushes light through by not just regular molecules, ladies and gentlemen, organic molecules. So this new OLED technology, which isn't too new, but it's kind of being pushed around again. It has amazing quality, very vivid colors. Uh, the ability to show fast motion graphics. And the most important thing is it has a very high contrast ratio. And by using OLED, we're actually cutting down on our battery power, which we've been doing for a while. Right. So lots of neat things. And you know what also is coming to this phone? A durable flat edge design. That's what yeah. I, I think with, with all of these new features, I, I can't see why the people would like turn turn away from it. You know, I asked someone recently were they interested in purchasing the iPhone 13, and I got a surprise and no. So maybe if they got a little bit more insight into you know what the features were exactly, I, I think they would be a little bit more inclined to place that upgrade. So, so thank you, John. Our plan of attack is, so I'm ordering the phone Friday. As you know, I do unboxings every week and reviews. I will be doing an unboxing of this puppy on the 24th of, uh, 24th or 25th of September. And then a week later, I'll be doing a review. So the camera is kind of cool because it has two actual, um, you know, uh, camera irises, which is really uh, pretty amazing. And they designed this totally new architecture, again, that has this 45-degree ability with the lenses, uh, wide camera sensors, and they call it the ultra-wide camera with a fast sensor. So that's really cool. And it's able to reveal more detail in dark areas of your photo. That's pretty cool. Uh, the new camera, by the way, captures just about 47% more light for even better and sharper videos and pictures. Now, the new sensor uses an optical image stabilization technology, which, as you would imagine, uh, allows magic to happen, and your shots are going to come out steady, even if you're not somebody who can hold a camera uh, very still. Uh, it even fits in the iPhone 13 mini. So uh, pretty neat uh, how they designed this, uh, you know, the cameras and everything. Just a very neat concept of what they're doing. And, um, you know... There was also some talk, ladies and gentlemen, that, you know, that we're going to get rid of the charging port. Well, I have some good news for you. 
The good news is the lightning port is not going away. It is on the iPhone 13. The thing that they like to say it, I quote from Apple, quote unquote, iPhone went to film school, so <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Because they have a new cinematic mode uh, using a technique called rack focus, shifting focus from one subject to another to guide the audience's attention in their movies. Wow. So uh, definitely a neat little thing, uh, you know, the way they're doing this phone. I think they're, I think they're definitely trying to give people more, um, I guess you'd say, technology. Um, you know, so now you can take a great photo, as they say, without lifting a finger. Okay, maybe, maybe as they say, just one finger. You have to lift at least one finger. So yeah, the pictures, just just one. You have to lift a finger, right? The pictures this take these takes are amazing. And so, you know, the camera before, we've always been very impressed with the camera, but 1.5 to two and a half, they're claiming two and a half. Now, on the I say the 13 mini, it's an it's, it's 1.5 hours. On the iPhone 13, it's two and a half hours more. Not bad. That's not bad. They claim the weight hasn't changed that much. So with the A15 super invisible bionic man inside the phone, it's going to do some amazing things. This A15 bionic is going to give the camera some amazing pull that it didn't have before. It's even going to have the ability to do reality augmenting. Wow. Scanning buildings across the street. And this new A15 chip is designed to be power optimizing so it will always get the best yield uh, for the time left in the battery. Of course, this phone is going to be outstanding, we're told, with game-changing chip, which is what the A15 is. It's going to allow gaming to come to a whole new level. Now, no one does, uh, they say, 5G like iPhone. So we're going to have to see. Uh, the world is moving to 5G. Streaming is faster. Requirements for new video, uh, new pictures, and just bandwidth is increasing so much. My only problem is that a lot of our providers are ripping people off, Marcus, at 15 to $20 per gig. That could be pretty costly. Yeah, and it, uh, it seems like the costs continue to increase as time go by. And we, we don't see any relief coming anytime soon with this. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting, uh, you know, what they're doing. We're just going to have to kind of wait and see. Um, but I don't know, you know, where where they're going as far as this. But, you know, they keep changing it, right? And so the phone um, that I actually want is, is not the i13, by the way. I actually want the iPhone 13 Pro. But it's not quite here yet. It will be here as well on the 17th. So if you want to get in on this, uh, you're going to have to get up early and be first on that site. Because I can tell you that the iPhone um, is going to change quite a bit. The only thing I have to be quite honest with you about any of the iPhone technologies. Now, I have one of these cases, as you guys have seen, it has the clip. And this is by Life... Um, 
uh, what is it? The uh, life people. Uh, they made the life proof. And um, they make this amazing clip. Which you, you can basically just, it goes on your belt. You basically just, just snap it and it's a lock so you can't, can't fall off. But here's the only problem with that. I use it, but you know sometimes what I want to do, Marcus? I want to charge my phone, but I find that I can't. Because where this, this thing is, I can't set that smart thing down to charge because it's right there. Oh, yeah. So I either have to move this or do something, but that's going to make it awkward to be on my belt. It's almost like I have to get another device that's smaller because a lot of the devices you mount it on, you can't really put it like that. And right. I tried going, well, it won't charge like this. It has to be on this surface so we're gonna have to see what they're doing i know they're i know they're playing a lot of good things but this is supposedly going to be an amazing phone and again with the changes to the iphone 6 and the ipad 9 coming out it's gonna be interesting um there's another reveal coming out a lot of you know lg well lg is going to reveal that's right they're going to reveal for us uh their amazing phone uh, not phone, excuse me. They're going to reveal their new 32-inch OLED. And we all know what OLED, right, is. Organic yep. light-emitting diode monitor. And uh, how much do you think this puppy's going to set people back if they want to go with this new LG Ultrafine Display Pro OLED and they want to get it right now? How much do you think it's going to cost them? Uh, yeah, I will hope that it's like uh, close to about two, two, two grand, you know? Like, well, you, know, you better keep you better keep hoping. <laughs> As I gotta I, tell I, you, I gotta, gotta double, you gotta always yeah. gotta double your hope, Marcus. <laughs> it's gonna set you back around four grand plus oh, tax. Wow. Yes. Who is this for, John? So this is for people that want a game. Um, it is gonna have the 4K UHD. Uh, so you can have pro art displays. Uh, great for video production people it's good for people that want to use things like alienware uh they want to have a panel maybe graphic designers because they really want to see the colors we've talked about this before there's something called colors rgb and yep. when you set an r a g and a b you get colors in the spectrum however nowhere near the colors you can get when you do pms matching PMS matching does CMYK. And you have a lot more flexibility with that. I think they're trying to bring this type of color palette to um, the consumer or to the business owner. And LG uh, doesn't specify whether it supports HDMI 2.1. Uh, though for the money, um, it really should. Uh, this is one of those monitors I'd like to definitely unbox. Because I think I'd like to know what the truth is about this monitor. Now, the USB-C supports a 90-watt power delivery module. Uh, enough for the MacBook Pro and uh, an altered display mode connect. So definitely a lot of neat little things coming. Uh, I think it's a really sleek monitor from what I can see. They have the uh, USB ports in the back. They have that other type of USB port we know so you can connect it to hook up to like a USB hub. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Uh, and then you have your, it looks like you have your DP, but it does not tell me, and it has the USB-C. It doesn't tell us whether it supports uh, that new standard. So like ASUS, it has a full screen SDR at 250 nits with a peak of 400 nits uh, in HDR. Now, I know you're probably saying, hey, John, what, the, what, what is nits uh, with, with video? Well, that's a, that's a great question. So nits is a measurement of how much light the TV screen sends to your eyes, the luminance within a given area, in other words. So a nit is the amount of light output equal to one candela per square meter. So the CD uh, divided by M2 is a standardized measurement of the luminous intensity. Hmm. We have all these acronyms, but I like to let people know what they are. And, you know, when you're going out there... I think people are going to be trying to buffalo others because, you know, they're going to think people don't know this stuff. Like, oh, yeah, you don't have to worry about that. And I've seen this before when I buy a TV. Uh, they lie, cheat, and steal with you, you know? They're just as bad as the car people. Yeah, they, they definitely try to get over it. Their, their whole main goal is to sell you, sell you a product and nothing more, nothing less. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what's happening. So I think the consumer and, and the business owner, you know, needs to be, uh, they need to be very, very educated. I, th- I think that's probably the most, um, you know, important thing that that, that I want to say. But a little bit about uh, our sponsors. So wrestlingmuseum.net, in case you don't know how to spell that, that's W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G. Museum is M-U-S-E-U-M dot net. And so wrestlingmuseum.net, they're basically there from a classic uh, sign posters you can get there from magazines to even torn pieces of wrestling uh, ring paraphernalia. Uh, This wrestling museum first came to fruition from just a wrestling wall of posters in a fan's basement after January around 2018, closing of Pro Wrestling World. And now it's a place Uh, that's been created for all private collectors of sports to see. And um, a little bit about the Pro Wrestling Mini Museum. They're showing off wrestling memorabilia from the past and the present. And items include ring-worn items, signed magazines, and more. Thus, it's kind of like a place that if you're very into wrestling, okay, you're going to be able to... Go to their site. Uh, they have it very laid out uh, pretty well. They have a home button. They have an updates tab where you can click on the updates tab. And they actually tell you the newest updates in yellow, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, such as one of them right now is an Inside Wrestling October 1985 added to Sign Magazine. So I like that. You can click on the photos button and you can see lots of photos. Uh, they have dedicated displays and they're all broken down. There's a contact button and there's, there's a link. Uh, to get more information. So I think this is a, a really cool thing. And if you're into wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, I definitely would check this out because, you know, maybe you have that uh, father or you have that uh, partner or it's a friend. And what can you buy uh, the man that has everything? Well, how <laughs> about something that's priceless 
that only one man wore or that a winning man wore. And they just love to get their hands on it because maybe they're never going to get into the rink themselves. And that might just bring them a sense of pride. There you go. So definitely check that out, ladies and gentlemen, wrestlingmuseum.net. Uh, also, if you're into the types of stories that are with science fiction, well, you're going to have to uh, check out uh, this latest catch from Kerry Moore uh, in The Bride of Crimson Queen. Uh, it's actually volume one, so I'm sure there's more coming from her. And this is an amazing uh, book that is all filled with sorcerers, vampire hunters, and this whole science fiction notion. Thus, if you want to be on the edge of your chair and waiting for more, you want to check this out. And I'm sure she's going to have another volume. Um, Cammy is a novice fire sorcerer uh, that never wanted to fight. And she already lost her mother. And there's so much more. I don't want to spill the whole book for you. But check out this. It is The Bride of Crimson Queen, Volume 1, Load with Sorcerers, Vampire, and Hunters. And we do thank our sponsors uh, very much for your patronage and uh, helping us with our show. Now, you know, Marcus, when we think about, uh, you know, different things going on in the media, uh, we always want to watch what's going on, right? We want to be the first to see something. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, I think that's kind of a way of life, right? We just want to be uh, the first that sees something and, and we want to get on the ground floor. But sometimes we're not able to do that. And so what do we do? Well, we talk to other people and we hope that maybe they can get us in free to the ground floor or they might know somebody that can help us. Well, how would you like to watch the first civilians going into space? Yeah. The Dragon is set to oh, send wow. four everyday people, and I quote unquote, into space from the Florida coast, um, which actually I believe transpired uh, this past Wednesday. So uh, this was a milestone launch that, really is kicking off a new era in what we're going to call, I guess, tourism or no pun intended space tourism. It is. And uh, we, we're going to see, see more of these type of launches happening like more often than. Uh, exactly. Is, and you a, can actually uh, check out more about this by going to spacex.com forward slash launch launches. Um, just a lot of great stuff. And I think more people are going to be uh, inspired to do this. Uh, not myself, though. <laughs> you have to be very uh, well and, and fit. And um, they call it the billionaire shift for payments. Uh, because uh, Jared uh, Ask Eisman uh, is the commander of the mission. And he also funded it. So I guess he gets to be the commander, right? Right. Uh, incidentally, he was a member of the Black Diamond Jet Team, a civilian aerobatic team. So I don't think it's just regular people going up into space, or at least not by themselves. No, it doesn't seem that way. It seems like the, the, you know someone on the crew got some some you know some experience in flying and and, and a few other uh, solid uh, foundational training. It's going to be a very very interesting uh, ordeal. 
uh, to see what happens. But you can keep track because this is going to be the first of many uh, that are going to be happening. And, you know, um, we haven't talked about social media and Facebook yet, but um, they're starting to get themselves into some even more trouble than they were before. I mean, way more trouble. They're actually under a very fine microscope now um, because um, it's been found out that uh, their Instagram was actually harming teens. Yeah, we we, we should have seen this one coming miles away. And Instagram, we we, we talked about Instagram launching like uh, Instagram for teens. At some point, uh, early in, in an earlier episode, uh, that we I, I smell, I smell trouble there. Yeah, but it's trouble, trouble around the corner. You're coming. Instagram says it's committed, and I quote: "To understand the complex issues young people may struggle with, U.S. lawmakers want more answers." So Facebook has definitely brought to the ring some very serious concerns about photo sharing apps impact on mental health of teens. And this is propelling U.S. lawmakers uh, to go to press uh, and force the world's largest social network for more answers. I think what happens, Marcus, is that when you do something, whether it's in business or it's personal, sometimes you get a feeling to do something, right? We all have feelings and emotions. And when you do that, I always say it's really important to think logically first. Regardless of whether it's a great feeling in the body, it's an emotion, you want to just go do it. People say just go do it. I have no problem with just going and doing it, providing that what you're doing is not something that's logically going to bite you in the rear later. Right. I think people say, oh, it'd be cool to take a picture of this person drunk. Okay, two days later, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. I guess maybe my brother wouldn't have gotten fired if I didn't upload that picture. Oh, he's smart. He'll get another job somewhere else. These are common occurrences. And that example right there is just... It's something that's been largely problematic since since social media made this big foothold in our lives. You know, there's an interesting story that I'm pursuing right now, and that is uh, freedom of the press, right? And um, the thing about freedom of the press is that there's something called the U.S. First Amendment, right? Now, you go to a lot of places, whether it's towns, whether it's uh, countries or special places that are public places, not private, but public. And uh, public could be like a park, uh, things like that. It would not be a private area, obviously. So that's something that's paid with taxpayer dollars, something of that nature, Uh, an attraction. uh, But like, for example, like if you go to like Disney World, that's public, but it's private. The public pay to go there. So that's really important to understand the difference. And a lot of people say to me, oh, John, you know, you can't film here. You can't do this. And I was like, well, why not? Well, because we have an ordinance 
well, but your ordinance actually conflicts with my First Amendment. And the minute you bring that up, Marcus, I had this today. I had a conversation with somebody today. And I was talking with them. And I said, you know, I said, no one's perfect in the world, myself included. And sometimes when you're a passionate individual like myself, you might step on a toe accidentally. Or the passion that comes out of your lips and your body might get miscommunicated as arrogance or disparaging authority. But that's not the case. And so when this happens, it could be a problem. I then went to say to a gentleman that this is what's happened. And the person said to me, well, um, that's not the case. I don't remember that without getting all the specifics. And I said to myself, um, you don't remember that? He's like, no. Who said that and when? And I remember saying this. And then I said the words, well, aren't my First Amendment rights being challenged? I then politely got a message back. And that message said, well, John, it appears like you're going backwards now. And I said, well, I apologize, but I just want to state that. Right. I think people sometimes feel that an ordinance is a law, but it's not. Now they try to enforce it, but if an ordinance goes against a law that's already created, I got news for you. That ordinance is gonna get thrown out in court. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. So this is what this is what I've uh, I, I've been learning. And in our last uh, story for tonight, you know, it only takes seconds to cause a damage to a person's life uh, or fractions of that, uh, because, you know, you built this great reputation and you destroyed it in a blip of an eye. And to go back and rebuild that is not easy. And I went uh, to this team today and I said to them, look, I'm not perfect. And then I proceeded to tell them that, um, you know, I'm going to probably live to 101, maybe longer. But I gave this premise. I said, I'm completely healthy and all. I want to get something off my chest, even if it doesn't matter to you. I don't want to have any regrets if I'm called home early. And right now, I have one. And it's with your team.
So I don't want to have any. So I want to ask that we can take this piece of paper and we can rip it off and we can start a new slate like we've never known each other before. How does that sound? And the person just said to me, well, John, I don't know why you're saying all this. It's, it's very nice, but I don't see a reason for you to say this. And it just makes you think because you're like scratching your head like, do I have two heads? Like, I, I don't get this. It doesn't make sense to me. I think when somebody says there's no politics, I think there is politics. Yeah, usually there's some politics involved. In they say, oh, there's no politics. We don't allow politics here. We, we're, we're, we're very far away from that. We don't support any of that. <laughs> but it only takes a few seconds to destroy a relationship. And it might be hard to get that relationship back to rebuild that trust. So I just tell you that before you act with your emotions, think with your mind. Think with your mind. But seconds to destroy a relationship. But did you know the two-second rule may actually save your life and keep you alive? You ever heard of the two-second rule? Oh, yeah. And it's, and it's not if it falls on the floor and you get to pick <laughs> it up because our house is clean. And as long as it's a two-second rule, well, yeah, then, then you can eat it because it was a two-second rule. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about a different kind of rule, Marcus. Yeah, most most people don't follow this rule of uh, you know maintaining their, their distance between between other cars. Um, a lot of people haven't went to driver's ed. But you know, with proper courtesy, you should know know to follow that one anyways. You know, there's something called common courtesy and common <laughs> sense. I don't know. If half the people in the last generation maybe uh, were at the lunch line when they were giving out common sense, yeah, well, I think I think a lot of people miss courtesy service. <laughs> so um, there's a new technology that actually can help drivers maintain their two second rule to improve road safety and traffic flow. Uh, this new technology. Uh, that's taught in driver's ed classes across the country is, is the rule of thumb to, to maintain space, as you were saying. But a team of engineers led by Dan Work, uh, who's an associate professor of civil and environmental engineering, has developed, get this, assistive technology to help drivers maintain this guidance to smooth out traffic jams and improve safety. Boy, I, I think every car just needs to automatically come with that. So the work teams introduce a controller area network coach to cars, and it's a system that gives real-time feedback to drivers using radar data containing speed and position relative to the car ahead. That's wonderful. Uh, now, I have in my car, I have what they call, uh, I have lane keeping assist, which I can keep you in lane. Uh, and then I have something called cruise control, which we've all heard of before. But I have what they call assisted uh, cruise control or smart cruise control. Now, what the heck is smart versus dumb? And it got a little confusing. You know, what the heck is smart cruise control? And it came out, 
I think in my last car a few years ago when it came with this car this year. And it's coming with a lot of cars, but it's not a mandated safety practice. It works very similar to what they're talking about. When I turn my cruise control on and I engage it and I'm starting to be behind a car, if the car slows down, my cruise control will automatically brake without dropping the cruise. If I set it for 65 and that's the speed limit and suddenly this guy's on my tail, it only allows me to do 55 because he's so close to me to keep that, that distance. The minute he changes lanes or he goes faster, my car will automatically accelerate. So that's what smart cruise control is. Dumb cruise control will just keep the speed but not maintain the environment. So it uses sensors to basically understand. And you can actually change that to, uh, you know, have a different um, gap, but I leave it the way it is because I want to have the extra. I think I think mine actually has enough for a little over a car length. You're supposed to, I think they said you're supposed to have a car length. I think mine's set just around uh, uh, one and a half or two car lengths. And I think it's good to have that because if something happens, like, you know, God forbid, the person jams on their brakes. Now, the assistive will step in. But do you want to rely on that technology to be the guiding factor to whether you're going to be in an accident or not? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. No. And they even have great technology in this, Marcus, that if something goes wrong, okay, let's say it's raining and the sensors can't calibrate, you can't engage the cruise control. It just will say error. It will not engage. I think that's pretty smart. Why isn't that on every car? That's what I want to know. And every vehicle. It should be a luxury. It should not just be a luxury feature. No, it should. Yeah, it, it's definitely something that could really prevent a lot of traffic accidents. Uh, when we think about, you know, how often people get pulled over for uh, these these crazy mishaps that they don't, you know, keep in their mind. Uh, so. Exactly. And how about BSD, blindside detection? That shouldn't be a, a feature either that, that's optional. It should come on all cars so that when you're near somebody and you can't see the car, it should beep and you should get an alert in your mirror. That shouldn't be an extra $3,000 you have to pay for because you got to get this package. Yeah, it's always about trying to sell the, the, the package upgrade. <laughs> but what about the package to keep us alive? Right. Okay. <laughs> You buy that afterwards. <laughs> if you're alive to talk about alive. it. Uh, yeah. I know they have a, a feature now which comes on all the cars, whether you pay for it or not. If the car does get into a fender bender or does get hit, the car automatically calls out for help. And it sends your GPS location. And that's free. They don't charge for that. All the other services you have to uh, pay for after you register, which I think is pretty nice. And they can summon help or, or whatever you need. But realize that you should definitely be mindful of people, uh, you know, behind you. And also, you know, be courteous to people in the road. Put this thing down when you're in the car. Do not touch it. If you have Bluetooth, great. But, you know, don't be talking on the phone for five hours. I always love when I pull into a shopping center and you can hear the person on the phone. Oh, really? That's what she said? Oh, wow. And you can hear them. And you're parked like five spaces away or you're at traffic light. And I can hear 
the music, not only hear it, Marcus, I can feel it in my legs and my stomach. Oh, that's terrible. Right? Or those people that just love to just, well, oh, shoot, was I supposed to make a right? Oh, no problem. Whoa, where'd you come from? Or I guess, do you have a special privilege to change lanes without blinkers? Where do you get that special permit? Because I don't have that. People need to be more courteous. I mean, I, I think that's what it um, what it comes down to. Well, we are at the top of our hour. And, you know, I definitely want to uh, give a very warm uh, thank you to our two sponsors, uh, you know, WrestlingMuseum.net. If you need to check that out and you have somebody that's a wrestling fan and you want to get him or her uh, some great gifts, maybe for their birthday or the holidays, could be for Halloween, too. Um, you could go get them there and all kinds of uh, paraphernalia from magazines and sign stuff that actually may accumulate value and be worth something more than it is today. And if you have a sci-fi streak uh, in your uh, bones and you want to be on the edge of your chair, just waiting for more to happen or maybe not happen and just be enticed by sorcerers, vampire hunters, vampire hunters, and even more types of things that you just hope that it's just a story. And check out Carrie Moore's latest release, Bride of the Crimson Queen, Volume 1. And I don't think you're going to want to put that book down. Again, thank you very much to our sponsors. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you have an idea for an idea for a Jay Moore Tech Talk show, visit jmore.com. Let us know about that under the Reach Out button. Or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, and you have an educational concept, reach out to us as well, and we'll do a pre-vetting with you and see if you're a good fit for our show. Or if you have an idea for an unboxing, you'd like to send that to us. I always say feel free. Uh, you have to pay for the shipping, and you have to uh, make sure uh, that you donate the product to us. Again, please do not send us your lemons. We will not turn them into lemonade. We're looking to educate the public about things that might change the quality of their lives. Well, unfortunately, we do have to say uh, goodbye. Uh, but tomorrow, Saturday, what is it, Marcus? 10 o'clock is our audio uh, podcast. It yes, it and, is. Uh, is that Eastern or is that Central Time? That's Central Time. So uh, that would be um, 11 o'clock Eastern Time. And you can catch that, all of our highlights and Lots of great stuff we're doing. We have some more guests coming up, and we have a great one coming up next month. Uh, how to Kill Remotely. I know once you attend that show and um, we get a chance to talk to that gentleman who's a retired colonel, you're never going to think about drones and about the military and technology that could harm people in the same way that you do today. Well, we got to say goodbye. Going to wish you a very safe, happy, healthy weekend and enjoy because, you know, we're getting very close to the last day of summer, which is this Tuesday. So enjoy every moment of this uh, warmth that's with you. And I wish you a great weekend. Yeah. Bye, everyone. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Jay Moore Weekly Technology Show, where we answer your questions about how technology is supposed to work and sometimes why you have challenges getting it to work that way. For more IT support and tips, just text IT support to 88811. That's IT support to 88811, and you'll get tips on technology. I'll see you next week right here on the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. Remember, jmor.com. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.